Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life. Through interviews with various experts on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, and more, this podcast is committed to spreading knowledge to all women. Rise Up For You, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hi, everyone. Today, I get the pleasure of speaking with Miss Sullivan, a dating expert that helps single men and women find love. She has written over 500 articles about dating for sites such as the Elite Daily, The Good Men Project, and she has been featured on a number of other podcasts. She is one of today's most influential dating experts on Twitter, and she attracts over 50,000 visitors a month with her dating blogs. Rise up and enjoy this episode. All right, so we'll get going. Thank you so much for uh, doing this and joining us. I really, really appreciate it, and I'm so excited to uh, talk with you about this. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for thinking of me. So for those of us that are unfamiliar with you, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. So my name is Miss Solomon. I'm the founder of thedatingtruth.com. It's an advice website for single professional men and women, and I write a lot about how to get the most out of your love life and how to attract the right people. Okay, and so why do you do what you do? Well, how did you get into this world of dating advice? Did something happen to you personally that kind of sparked that interest? No, it's really funny. I, um, I've always been a student of self-help, and I got into blogging fairly early in the game. Nobody really knew what it was. And so I started blogging about my life, and eventually I would just write about my my dating life and try to give tips to people who wanted to have more fun dating and it got to be very popular and those posts about dating got to be popular that I decided to um, start the datingtruth.com and do a separate blog just for dating. Well I'm happy that you did that because I've been dying to ask you a question. So I recently just got married but before I got married I didn't date at all. And um, I always wondered, I, I got married late at 32, and I kept wondering, like, how come guys aren't approaching me? How come I can't find a date? How come men don't talk to me? And I've had so many men and women and family members always tell me it's because they're intimidated by me, because I'm educated and I'm an accomplished woman, and I make good money, and I carry myself well, and so men are intimidated by me, and they don't like to talk to me because they're scared. Um, is that, I mean, is that really happening or is that a, a barrier that we create in our mind to make ourselves feel better about why men aren't talking to us? Yeah, that is such a good question. And it's so popular um, because it happens to a lot of women. You know, you can look at it two ways. One, you got married to the right person, the person who could talk to you and the person who could approach you and there was really no problem there. Um, and the other thing is we want love and relationships, but we're really afraid of it. So sometimes what seems like intimidation is really just a block in our energy that sends a message that you don't really want to be bothered. And a lot of people are going out there dating and they're putting out these subconscious blocks. It's actually keeping people out of their life. And so sometimes something happens where the blocks come down a little bit and people get more um, aligned with what they want or they just start to want it so bad that it comes into their life. But I find that it's really it's really not so much intimidation. It can it can seem that way. But a lot of times we really just block the things that we say we want. And so as much as people want to date, they're doing everything um, unconsciously to keep people away. 
So do you think that women should approach men? For me, I, I can never get myself to do it. I don't know if it's the old-fashioned mentality, but I would rather sit there by myself than walk up to a guy, and, and that's probably the wrong mentality nowadays. I don't. What's your take on that? Um, I, that's a good question, too. I think it's okay to approach, but you got to be strategic about it. I'm all about strategy, so... If you know a couple tricks where you can get his attention, whether it's just to give a brief compliment, ask him a favor, ask him a quick question, um, make eye contact, I think it's it's okay to initiate contact. I don't really suggest or recommend that women go full out and start maybe hitting on guys or asking them out or asking for their number. But again, it's like that whole mentality of you need to be open. So you need to be able to at least open the conversation or make it known through body language or eye contact that it's okay for him to approach you. Um, Eye contact, though, it's a, it's a huge signal. If you literally stare at a guy long enough, he'll come over and talk to you. Um, so you just kind of have to know those, those tricks if you're not fully comfortable opening up the conversation another way. But, I don't, yeah, I don't think women need to go as far as actually hitting on men or asking them out. But I would definitely recommend learning um, the body language a little bit and getting good at, at opening the conversation. Right. I've had a lot of uh, my f- male friends tell me that it's actually quite unattractive to have a woman, th- you know, throwing themselves at the guys like they're just not into that. And they they get turned off big time from that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Sometimes it just leads you to the wrong guys. You know, right, we're not right. always um, smart about the, the guys that we think would be right for us. So a lot of women even who do that are, are ending up choosing like some of the wrong guys. Right. Right. So, so dating is um, probably one of the more difficult things. And I, I would probably say younger men and women and, and older men and women too. Why is it, why is it difficult for us? Is it because we walk in with expectations? Are we walking in with like these preconceived notions of what we want? And if, you know, a guy opens their mouth and it's not what we want, we run or what's going on. Why is it so difficult for us to just land a date or, you know, continue any kind of relationship? I think the difficulty comes with um, a couple a couple reasons. One, we're we're incredibly impatient. So when we want something, right. we want a date, we want it now. <laughs> we That's don't right. take the time to let the relationship unfold or play out. I also think that we're afraid. There's a lot of emotional triggers that happen in dating, and if you're not used to that, it can be very scary when you feel that first you know bit of anxiety or anger or jealousy. Um, so those emotions can be overwhelming for a lot of people. And if you're not doing it on a regular basis, then people people run from it. They're intimidated by it. I think the other thing is, too, um, not so much expectations, but I think people just don't know how to date. They're not sure how they should feel. They're not sure when things should be serious. They're not sure um, what the proper kind of etiquette is for, for dating or texting or communicating. So I think there's a lot of mis communication in that um, people date differently and so sometimes it comes across maybe he's not being interested or we get mixed signals and we're just not on the same page so it's a combination of things but I but it boils down to the fact that we were really never taught how to do this nobody was taught how to date nobody was taught how to be in a relationship and so we're just all kind of figuring out our way navigating our way 
So once we do, you know, find a date, how do we, how do we keep it? How do we keep ourselves from being neurotic and, you know, sitting by the phone and waiting for a text message? How do we make it a natural thing that, you know, if it happens, it happens and, you know, it becomes a beautiful thing as opposed to stressing out about it and looking at our phone every five seconds? That's a great question. That's, a, that's something I work on a lot with, with clients, but the easiest way is to have some perspective about it. You're going to have anxiety because there's attention and we all love attention and we all love to get that feeling of somebody wanting to see us or be with us. But you need to also fill your life with things that you love and be open to the distractions of your life instead of wanting to um, jump ship or leave your life and, and be a part of someone else's. Some of us are so, um, I don't want to say empty, but we don't. We don't start living until we get a partner. You know, we hold on and hold ourselves back from doing so many things because we want to do it in a relationship and we're not open to doing it maybe by ourselves or with our friends. So I think the key is just to fill your life, not so much with distractions, but with other things that you love and other things that are important to you so that you're not expecting the value judgment to come from the person that you're dating. Because at the end of the day, a lot of that anxiety comes from the fact that you think you're not good enough or you think the person doesn't like you or you're afraid that um, they don't like you. And so those kind of value judgments can sort of be... um, they can be eased a little bit by having a life that you love, by doing the things that you love and feeling excited about the life that you're living. Yeah, that's such a good point. I, um, there's so many women around me that they focus on love is the number one thing that they focus on that they forget about, uh, helping themselves, you know, developing themselves, working on education, learning more, bringing up a new trade. And it it seems to be that it's always about love, but they don't have love for themselves yet. And it's a common factor that I see quite quite often, actually. Exactly. And sometimes it's it's easier, excuse me, sometimes it's easier to try to seek that out in someone else versus trying to build it up in yourself. Right. Well, for any women that are listening right now, what are a few top tips that you can give them to maybe motivate them or encourage them that it's not the end of the world and and love will find them? My top tips. Oh, that's a great one. Number one is that be open to it. Really live with the expectation that you're going to meet the person that you want to date that day, every day. Every time you leave your home, leave with the expectation that it's going to happen, that that is the day it's going to happen for you. I think the um, another key is you have to not just be positive about it, but you, you have to just stop, like, blaming all these circumstances or statistics or, you know, things that you're hearing or even yourself or your limitations. You're only looking for really, like, one person. Maybe a couple people, but really just one person. <laughs> Even though the numbers and the statistics and all those things can be kind of negative, you just have to keep a positive attitude about it and and just keep in mind that you're really only looking for one person and that, and that one person is out there. Um, the other thing I would say is be open just in your everyday life. There's so many um, women who can meet people doing the same things they do every single day. They don't have to go to a club. They don't really have to go to a bar. Their life is active enough for them to meet somebody and just be open to it in your day and in your life. Right. In your environment, I mean, it kind of suggests who you're going to find, right? I I mean, I'm not... uh 
generalizing, but at the same time, I mean, if you're going to a club or you're going to a bar, you may not find the guy that you're really looking for. Absolutely. And to be honest, you could probably find that same guy in Target or in the grocery (laughs) store. Or at the gas station. Absolutely. You know, but if you're not open to it or you don't think you will, then you're missing those opportunities. How many, uh, this is so, uh, I mean, this can go any way, but how many dates would you say it takes to maybe move on to the next level or is it all depending on the couple and the person? There's been studies I've read um, that vary as far as the number goes, but in my personal experience and in my um you know, professional experience as well, I would say four. I would say four dates are a great indicator of where the relationship is going to go next. So either it's going to become more serious or it's really not going anywhere. Lastly, when it comes to marriage, would you say that it's important to take these dating tips and still kind of implement them in your marriage to keep that fresh and going? That's, that is a, a tough question um, because I am not married, but I will say this about relationships. Everything goes through cycles. So if you're starting to see, even in dating, you know, we start off with so much chemistry and we're so excited about the person and then different expectations come into play and we start to feel like something is shifting. And in that shift, I tell people, that's when you have to sort of recalibrate the relationship and do something new or add a different element or, you know, kind of bring that um, excitement back. So I think that happens at every stage of our relationship where we kind of go through this cycle of it getting hot and cold and hot and cold. And you just have to not panic when things like that happen or not take it as a bad sign, but just, um, you know, sort of rekindle that excitement and that energy again. Right. It, it's pretty much like a full-time job. <laughs> it is. Well, thank you so much. I really hope our listeners take everything in that you said. We really appreciate your time, and I'm so glad uh, we got to speak with you about dating. Oh, it was great. For more info about Miss Solomon, you can follow her on Twitter at The Dating Truth. She's also available for private coaching when it comes to dating, so you can contact her through her website at www.thedatingtruth.com. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to connect, you can follow us on Twitter at Rise Up For You, or you can check us out on our website at www.riseupforyou.com. Lastly, we'd love your help in spreading the word, so please subscribe to our podcast, leave us a little review, and share with the people around you. Rise Up For You, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow.